0: Whether you're experiencing loss, pain, or just need a pick-me-up from time to time, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories and words of hope, love, and encouragement. Get ready to laugh while you learn. Here's your host, Joe Hausman. (laughs) Good
1: morning and welcome to my show, Go For It, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am your host, Joe Hosman. As always, thank you so much for listening today. I'm so glad you're back with me today. And hey, I want to thank all of you that wrote in and wanted a free book from last week. I want to uh, thank Barb and Mary and Lois and then (laughs) um, Troy And Michael, so thank you so much. You guys all got books sent out to you. And so yeah, that is fantastic. So welcome again back to the show. Today is actually National Compliment Day. And so I just wanted to take a moment to talk about that because I always say we need to do a random act of kindness, or we need to do uh, just, you know, give out a compliment. What's it going to hurt you? It's not going to hurt you at all. And, you know, actually, we never know what people are going to go through. And a friend of mine from high school, and I actually hadn't seen him in a couple years, but a good friend from, a friend from high school, you know, he lost his life on Friday. And so we just never know. And unfortunately, he was going through some issues. So we just never know what people are going through. So this really resonates with me today and always. But we really need to just give compliments wherever we can. What's it going to hurt you? So let me read something I read on Facebook yesterday. Random compliment giving will change. Change your life. People may wonder why I give so many compliments out to friends and strangers. I'm not being fake and I'm not looking for people to like me. But if I pass someone and I like something, I say, Hey, love those shoes or great hair or your eyes are so beautiful. Why? Because life is hard. And this world can be a crappy place and people can be mean. You never know how much those few words mean to someone. You never know what the heck they might be going through. And when you put positivity out there into the universe, you yourself become a happier person. It's hard to be nice and be miserable yourself. And I know misery loves company, but we don't need to be going down that road. We need to show love and kindness to others in every place we go. Because, like I said, why not show positivity instead of misery? You know, and said, let's be a yaysayer sayer and not a naysayer." It'll reflect from the outside, and I'm telling you, random compliment giving will change your life and maybe someone else's too. And that's from a Jordan Sarah Weatherhead, and a friend of mine had posted that on Facebook. So remember, just go out and give a random act of kindness today and also give a compliment. Give a loving compliment. You'll change your world, trust me. Even if it's just a smile to somebody else, you're going to change your world. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I have a wonderful guest on the line with me today. Just love it. I am really excited to talk with her. Uh, we we met last uh, last fall, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ka- Khadija is, uh, is She's the co-founder of Hopeforwidows.org So let me talk to you a little bit about Khadija Oh, and there's one other thing Hang on, before we do that Khadija I want to say, as always I like to give another thing But sometimes our lives have to be completely shaken up Changed and rearranged to relocate us To the place that we are meant to be And this also will talk about us today Because we're going to talk about widows today And so Khadija Ali is a coach, motivational speaker, and author. Her passion for helping women evolve and transform their lives stems from triumph over tragedy in her own life. In 2007, she found herself a single mom to five children after losing her husband to colon cancer. Overnight, she had to figure out how to settle her husband's estate, find housing for her and her five children. It was a wake-up call for this newly widowed woman. In 2012, Kadiji I hope I say that right, asked 10 other young widows to write a book about their experiences. Only two widows, Maureen Bobo and Chastity Williams, continued on with the book, The Unwelcome Committee. The book is not only significant to losing a spouse, but to comprehend and grasp the outlook of grief overall. She is also co-director of Hope for Widows Foundation, an organization designed to assist widowed women in finding solace after loss. While Khadija is not coaching, speaking, or writing. She hosts Evolutionary Woman Radio and Blog Talk Mondays and Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. And the website is HopeForWidows.org. Good morning and welcome to the show.
2: Good morning, Joe. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me here. I'm so used to being the host and saying welcome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it when I'm able to interview the interviewee.
2: (laughs) I know. It's so strange. It's so strange. But I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, good, good, good. And so it's Khadija. Correct. Correct. Right? Okay, good. I I want to be able to, I'm saying that right through the time. So, But anyway, Khadija and I met last fall on Facebook <clears throat> and... Facebook is a wonderful source of networking, and so we were in a group together and then found out we were both widows, and so that's how we connected. And I didn't realize she had this uh, website, HopeForWidows.org, and so now I'm going to be on the board of directors for that HopeForWidows.org. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I'm really excited about that as well. So... Um, Khadija, just talk to us, and what I like to do with my uh, guests is I like to have them talk a little bit about your history, Mm -hmm. and we do take a break at 20 minutes after, and I'm not sure if I got that into you before we started the show, but just talk to us a little bit about the history of how you came to where you're at today. I know we talked about a little bit in your bio, but tell the listeners a little bit about what you did in the past, how you got to be where you're at today, and then go from there. Wow. It <laughs> I know fun. it's a lot. It's a loaded question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but I get it. I get it. I
2: get it. No, it's been quite a journey. It's been an amazing journey. And, you know, like my bio said in 2007, uh, that was uh, a pivotal moment, a pivotal experience in my life. My husband, I'll take you back a little bit, 2005. My husband went in for a uh, colonoscopy as a result of some blood work that he did um, because he was becoming a firefighter and they thought he had diverticulitis. And when the doctor went in, of course uh, he discovered a lump, big mass inside of his colon. And uh, that was an experience in, a, in and of itself, you know, finding out that he did have cancer and, you know, watching him go through chemotherapy and, You know, us having children at home and, you know, just that whole experience. And then in 2007, unfortunately, he passed away. And my whole world came crashing down.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And here I am, this mom now. I'm now a single mom. And at the time, I couldn't even say single mother because I had been married for 16 years. And we were a family. You know, there were children, there was a mom, there was a dad. And I had never lived on my own. I I married very young at 18. So my whole life had been wrapped up in my family, being a wife, being a mom. And so here I was, this woman who had to figure everything out from uh, finding a place to live because my house was in foreclosure during the time that he was sick. Mm
0: -hmm. So we
2: were hopping from house to house, and I had to step into this role that I had never really um, been in before because I always had my partner. I always had my husband, and we always did things together. Mm -hmm. And in those moments is when you really figure out or you really find out who you really are. You find out who you are in Mm -hmm. adversity. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. hidden skills and hidden talents and hidden, um, you know, there's a strength that you have to have when you're in that situation because now um, I have to raise these children. And before there was, there were two parents. And so my husband was the one who sat down and rationalized with our children and talked to them. I never had to do those things. And so now I found myself in that role of balancing out everything and, you know, being this different person. And I went down a very dark road. You know, I don't want to sit here and say everything was pieces and roses and, and nice because it wasn't. Um, there was a point, and I always like to talk about this, there was a point when... One day I was on my way to work, and I was in my car, and I'm crying, and I'm saying, I can't do this. And when I got to work, I went to the uh, employee's assistance department, and the counselor said, I'm going to send you to a mental hospital. And I said, okay. And on my way to the mental hospital, I'm saying, you know what? If they tell me to stay here, I'm going to stay. I don't Mm -hmm. know what's going to happen with my kids. I have no idea. But if they tell me to stay, that's what I would do. And when I got there, the department that she told me to go to, no one was there. No one had any idea what I was talking about. I went from room to room, department to department, and no one had any idea of what I was talking about. And so by the time I did all of that, whatever state I had been in when I walked into that office, I was no longer in that state. Mm -hmm. And so I walked out of the hospital, got back in my car, went home, and continued it on. And I like to tell that story because I know there are people who are maybe listening who struggle and really feel like they can't do it. You know, what more can you put on me? And I'm just here to, to be a witness and say that if it has been brought into your life, that means that there's something inside of you that you didn 't even know was there that you have to discover
0: mm-hmm.
2: to find yourself to get yourself to the other side mhm
1: and that 's what people are scared of. Mm-hmm. they don 't they 't don't, they don't want to have to deal with that part of it they do want to go on with um, their own reality and where mm-hmm. their own reality is is so different than where um, well they want to, they want to go on with. Yeah, it's different than what's the actuality. And so that's what people are scared to death of.
2: Yeah, and we don't like change. You know, we we, as human beings, we do Mm -hmm. not like change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes life forces you to change or to transform um, your life. And so, yeah, I always like to tell that story because I had given up you know, and I don't know if people are believers or, you know, whatever divine, I don't get into names and labels, whatever, but what I like to say is the divine was in that <coughs> experience because I was saying, Hey, this is it. You know, like mm-hmm. I, it, I don't have anything else. And apparently
1: mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. That was and you found your inner strength in from it.
2: And that was not to be my path, but yeah, right. it's been it's been a journey of ups and downs. And um, today, I just find myself uh, wow. If someone told me, let me just summarize it like this: if someone told me nine years ago that I would be where I am today, mm-hmm. I would say they were
1: crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I say the same thing. I say the exact same thing. If people were to tell me when I lost my husband in 2010, and if people were to tell me I would be where I'm at today compared to where I was then, there's absolutely no comparison, none whatsoever. Wow. I am such a totally different and stronger person because of the circumstances that happened to me mm-hmm. and because of I want to go on and honor his memory And hence, I wrote a book about it, you know, Go Forward, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. But I also go out and help others now um, to overcome those struggles that they go through. And we all have struggles, but then losing the spouse and losing the love of your life is a totally different scenario than going through a divorce. Totally different. Mm -hmm. And I can talk from experience because I've done both. I've been divorced and I've been, been widowed. And so it's a totally different experience. And so what people need to realize is we all grieve in our own ways, but you are stronger, and I say this every week, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. Just like with you, it was a divine intervention that you weren't supposed to be there. You are supposed to go home and take care of your children and figure out a way to get it done. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we always, we, you know, it sounds so hokey, right? Because I used to hear people say things, you know, you have a choice, and you have the power, and I'd be like, that just sounds so, you know, woo woo and hokey. But it's the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can make you make a choice, make a decision. Mm-hmm. You know, what do I want this experience to be? Do I mm-hmm. want this experience to take me out, or do I want to take something from it? One of my very favorite quotes, and I'm I always paraphrase it because like I never remember every single word, but. It's a quote by Napoleon Hill. And it says, every adversity, every heartache has
1: a seed of greatness in it. Mm Mm-hmm. It does. It has a seed of good. Mm Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, as it sounds, and for widows, it's it's maybe not as um, pleasing. But sometimes, and I believe in God, but sometimes the divine actually has a way of moving us in different directions that we never thought possible. And unfortunately, taken us out of situations that, like for you, I can see it perfectly, that you had never lived on your own, and now he, he he put you into a higher being because now you had to learn how to live on your own, you had to learn how to be a single parent. You But then, because of that, you stepped into your own being. You know, you stepped into what your greatness is. And even though, unfortunately, you lost the love of your life, it's you're stepping into your greatness. And I, I say the same thing And every step of the way. I always honor my late husband always. And I, you and know, that, I give him a lot of credit and, but I always honor him.
2: And that was a driving force for me as well. Mm-hmm. What, you know, you always hear, what would Jesus do? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, <laughs> I exactly. was always trying to do that. Like for my husband, like, what would he say in this scenario? Or, or what would he mm-hmm. think about this thing? Or what would he do in this scenario? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I said the best way for me to honor his memory and honor who he was is to be the best version of who I am.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
2: there were things that he saw about me. I, you know, I'll tell a, a quick story. When, uh, right before he died, maybe two, but no, maybe about six months before he died, like one night randomly he said, you should write. And I looked at him like he had two heads. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I said, right. Like, I love to read, but right? Like, that's not. Mm-hmm. No. You know? Mm-hmm. And,
1: <laughs> it's the divine. I'm telling you, it's the divine. Now, we only have about 30 seconds until break. So, um, uh, Khadijah's website is hopeforwidows.org. And then mine, of course, is joehausman.com. So if you have questions for the show, give us a call at one 346 9141 But also give me a shout at an email, joe at joehausman.com. And Joe is just J-O. So Khadija, we will come back after break. And I want to know more. I want to know more about what you're doing now. I'm looking forward to being on the board of directors for Hope for Widows. And so when we come back after break, we will talk about that.
0: listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome
1: back. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am your host, Joe Hausman. We have a fantastic guest on the line with me today. Khadija Ali is uh, my guest today. She is co-founding director of HopeForWidows.org. And I have exciting news. I'm going to be on the board of directors for Hope of widow, HopeForWidows.org, and I'm really excited about that opportunity. Khadija asked me uh, late last fall, actually probably November December, so I'm really excited about it. I've been a widow since 2010, and Khadija has been a widow since 2007. Okay. So, yeah, so... Um, but we both have written books and my book and I never really ever thought I would be a writer ever. I mean, I didn't even really like reading books until Mm -hmm. I ended up going back and getting my master's degree in 2011. I started back to school and that's when I really decided maybe I should take a look at, you know, reading more. And then I had it in my heart. I don't know why, how, but after my husband passed, I really wanted to write a book and I wanted to get his message out there. To also, my message, <clears throat> excuse me, and my message really is going from grief to great. And Khadija, yours is actually going from, and I read it in here in your thing, but how triumphing, triumphing over tragedy. tragedy. And it really yeah. is. And so tell me about your writing experience and what you went through when, because your husband put that divine thing in your head that you should write. And what a blessing he gave you. I mean, he gave you a blessing of your life together, but that is another blessing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He um, he said it in two thousand six, mm-hmm. about six months before he passed away, and I didn't even consider it until about two thousand and eleven, because we I had a bunch of friends and we were all widowed, and you know when you when you first become a widow, I don't know about you, but me I'm a I'm a reader. I am a reader. And so anything that's ever happened in my life, when my daughter was born and she had a disability, you know, my first thought was, like, find every book you can about her to help her. Right? Mm-hmm. So I read everything, and that kind of, like, helped me to center myself. And so when my husband died, it was the same thing of, oh, my God, you know, I need to find books. I need to understand, like, what to do. Like, what do I do? I don't know.
0: So mm-hmm. I
2: went, and I'm reading all of these Different books and just just trying to figure out what the heck to do. And at the time, now now it's so different and it's wonderful. I'm you know I'm happy, but at that time there weren't a lot of books talking about the journey and what really happens and how your emotions are all over the place. And you know, I always like to mention uh, Elizabeth Kubler Ross's you know seven stages of grief. And mm-hmm. while those are definitely stages that you go through it's not a linear experience Mm -hmm. you're all over the freaking place Mm -hmm. and so we were talking one day about it this is like 2011 and my friend said you know sis you really should just like if you really want to do this you know let's do it and i said okay so i kind of like assembled a bunch of women that i knew who had lost husbands and we started getting on these calls and we would, we were kind of like just getting them know one another and, and we would, um, just talk. And I said, listen, I, you know, I want us to write a book and really, you know, talk about our experiences and let people know who are unfortunately going to come behind us what this really is like. And so, um, as time went on, you know, people kind of dropped off, but two women stayed. Mm-hmm. And that was Maureen Bobo and Chastity Williams.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm
2: telling you, we went through this process over like five years.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like getting on those calls about four years. No, stop, four years. And uh, make a long story short, in 2016, August, we released the Unwelcome Committee. And Good for um, you. It's been a wonderful, wonderful uh opportunity that book opened the door for us to to um become directors of hope for widows because Mm -hmm. the president the former president gwen was looking for someone to come in and she had been praying for a year god please send people to come in to take over this foundation people that would care people that would understand and move it forward Mm -hmm. and we were able to come in and really just take over um the organization and move it forward, take the vision. And now we're at that place where we are, you know, we're having people come on. Joe, you're one of the people that we're going to have come on. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just amazing because the, the former board, there were no widows. There was like one widow on the board. So now we have people who are coming on who have experience, not just in, you know, the private sector or or business-wise, but you have both. And I think that is just so awesome to be Mm -hmm. able to have people who have experience uh, in the private sector, working and, and doing the things that you do, but you also have the heart of a widow because you've gone through the experience, right? So... You know, being well, on the and board. I would think,
1: and I would think yeah. it'd be hard to be on a board if you, for an organization like that, if you haven't been a widow, I, that surprises me. But I mean, I I realize people have got to do what they got to do. But yeah, when you have the experience of being a widow, it it puts you in a totally different light. And unfortunately, totally. none of us want to be here. None of us want to be widows, you know. And my mom was a widow at when I was age eleven, and what she taught me is we all have to make our new normal and she she raised us kids the way my dad my dad and her would wanted to raise raise the kids mm-hmm. and so she did that and she taught me a lot even though I didn't realize it at the time and she after my husband passed she told me she goes I never wanted any of my kids to experience what I you know what we went through and I said well wow. neither did I but unfortunately you know it happened now with that being said I did when I married my late husband I did know he had an illness so I did know that, but at at the time he was in remission and it was, um, you know, he was doing great. So never in a million years we would have thought it would have came out and he would have passed from it. So with that being said, none of us want to be widows, but, you know, God has put us in this position. Now we're able to help other people who are going through that. And we're able to help people that um, grieving is such, everybody grieves in their own way. And yeah, some days you think you're going absolutely crazy, whereas other days you think, okay, I can manage today. And when I tell people, you take a day at a time. And if that's too much, you take an hour at a time. If that's too much, right. you take a minute at a time. And you break it down into little segments and you celebrate those little victories. And you have to do that in life. You have to do that in grief. You have to do that in business. You have to do that wherever. But you just celebrate those small little victories so you can move on to the bigger and better. And that's what I know I had to do when I was going through my grief. And I'm sure you had to do it the same.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It was, uh, some days it was a second by second. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was, you know, yeah. yeah.
2: You, you described it perfectly. That is exactly what it is.
1: Well, and with me, I have one son, and then, so my husband passed in July, and then he went off to college in August, and I work from home. So then all of a sudden, I'm by myself working from home. And so mm-hmm. I had, I call it a double grief. So I had the loss of my husband, and then also the empty nest syndrome. So I was grieving both at the same time, whereas, and my son, you know, absolutely wonderful. He'd come home, you know, as often as he could to visit and everything, but still it was a double whammy all -hmm. at once. But I will tell you what, it made me stronger than I ever thought possible. Because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and we just have to keep moving forward one step at a time. And then I knew what you know, what I knew I knew it was time for me. I knew it was time for me to uh, step into my greatness. I just didn't know how or when or why or where I was going to do it. And it's just those little steps that took to get to that place you know, going back to school, running for political office, doing those type of things you know, that is just where um, God takes you. And that's where he took it's
2: me. A bittersweet, it's a bittersweet, um it's bittersweet. I it is not know how yeah. to describe it. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's no better through, way. Yeah, exactly. hmm Yeah, it's through the, the thing that happened that you discover kinda like who you really are, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and I wish my husband could see the person that I am because I totally was not the person. Totally was not this person. <laughs> totally oh, not this person. Yeah. And I wish oh. he could see it you know, everyone always says, he
1: sees, he knows, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So tell me a little bit more about the book. So you and this Maureen and Chastity wrote the book. And so uh, tell us a little bit more about the Unwelcome Committee and where people can find it.
2: The Unwelcome Committee is basically in an anthology. So it's, you know, different stories, our different stories of what happened, you know, what happened with our children, you know, how did it, because being a widow affects so many different areas of your life. It affects your finances. It, it affects your health. Mm-hmm. It affects your, your social life. You know, now you're a single person now. You're a single woman. So, you know, how do you deal with that? You know, what do you do? And so we just take you through the, through the journey of all of those different areas and how it affected us. And it affects all of us differently, mm-hmm. right, because we're all different people. And what we wanted people to know is that grief is very individualized right? So I can talk about certain aspects of grief and you will understand it, but you didn't go through it the way that I went through it. And Maureen right. didn't go yep. through it the way that you went through it, right? Because mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. just all individual people. And so we just take you through that journey. And what we discovered in writing this book was that we were not only helping widows, because that's who we said, we're talking to our, our wids that we know are coming behind us. We're also mm-hmm. talking to people who really don't understand how to help their loved one through this process. Mm
0: -hmm. There's so
2: many people who don't know what to say. There's so many people who don't know what to do and don't understand, genuinely just don't understand. And so I've had a lot of people come to me and say, thank you, Khadijah. Thank you and Chastity, and Maureen for writing this book, because now I know how to talk to my beloved about this. Now I know how to talk to my mom one of our, um, the person who wrote our foreword, Christina Saunders, she was able to heal her relationship with her mom because when she was a little girl, she lost her father. And, you know, Joe, I hear you talk about losing your dad. So mm-hmm. this book is helping the adult children who lost their parents mm-hmm. understand what their the, the remaining parent went through.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah.
2: you know, we're just blown away by all of the people that are being affected by the book. And you can find the book on Amazon. You can go to the uh, theunwelcomecommittee.com. Um, Amazon, you can find it on hopefulwidows.org. We kind of uh-huh. have it uh, quite a few places.
1: And so the name of the book is Un- The Unwelcome Committee. And so it just sounds really good because I never thought of it that way either, is you're also helping loved ones Um, figure out how to talk to how to deal with people who are grieving and sometimes that's the hardest thing and i don't know about you but when your husband was sick but when mine was sick people didn't know what to do all they do is how how's jim how's jim you know and so also we should almost um, talk about you know the caretaker the caretaker also has a lot of issues going on but everybody's so um directed toward the sick person which is the way it should be but i don't know about you but when i was a caretaker it was a roller coaster ride it was in and out you know it was um when he was he was feeling good he wanted the wife role and so and i was very happy to oblige but then when he got sick again and then we i went back into the nurse role so it was a very much of a roller coaster ride for the three almost three years that he was sick so uh, you know, as as long as there's a caretaker, there's also that emotional roller coaster going on with the sick person and the family that's left behind. So, and as a caretaker, you and I don't know about you, but I, you know, after he passed, I thought, what could I have done differently? Mm-hmm. What could you know? What could I have fought harder for for him? What could I have done that could have maybe saved his life? You know, and but in reality, I had to remember, nothing could have. You know, choices were made the way they were made. It was what happened, and I had to accept it. So, and out of everything, nothing will bring him back. So now I have to go on and, you know, figure out how I can help. You're right, how I can help the next ones coming up through it. Not that we don't want anybody to ever go through it, but in reality, it but happens.
2: No, unfortunately, they will be coming.
1: And, you exactly. know, the
2: statistic says every year, 800,000 women lose their husbands. Mm-hmm. You know, oh really? TV I didn't that
1: know that many. Yeah.
2: Wow. Oh, it's an astronomical figure. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, it it really is, and uh, you know, and there's still so many people. Even though now we have, it was different back in 2007 because the the Facebook and all that stuff was was just getting started.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you know, finding groups and finding online groups, it was really really hard. You know, mm-hmm. now you know, you can kind of go on Facebook and put in widowhood and any number of groups are going to pop up.
0: Yeah, so it exactly. Makes it a little
2: easier. If you, you know, you just, some people, we have a lot of people cause we have a group on Facebook and a lot of the women that are in there are isolated. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things we talk about in the book is the isolation that happens mm-hmm. uh, after your husband passes away because people don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. And so you kind of, sometimes you get shunned or, you know, before you might have been part of a group with other married couples, and now you're this oddball out,
0: you know, Mm -hmm. how do you Mm -hmm. deal with
2: that, and how do you handle that, and, you know, your emotions are all over the place, so you need somebody to talk to, and, you know, there's just, there's so many things that happen in that time, and I think now in this age that we live in, there are more resources, you know, fortunately, there are there are resources that people can reach out. But we still run into people. I still run into people who have no idea what to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. where is the disconnect? And, you know, with this organization that we uh, uh, are now um, part of and, and directing, you know, there's some things that we want to put into place so that when this happens, that, this, that that woman will know what to do, where to go who to reach out to, where to get support, you mm-hmm. know, and, mm-hmm. and make this a nationwide initiative. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. things that we want to do to make make it a nationwide initiative and reach out to the mortuaries and, and churches and temples and synagogues and so that, that this information is on hand. And so when this happens, here, this is Mrs. So-and-so, here's a packet from Hope for Widows. And they want you to know, you know, if you need peer to peer support, or, you know, what do you do when you go to social security? What do you take? How many Mm -hmm. bus tickets do you need?
0: Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm.
2: because someone
1: told
0: me I didn't
2: have a clue that I need. I didn't either. I didn't either.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: You know what I mean? So those Mm -hmm. questions that are coming up, you know, in terms of the business, how do you handle the business aspect of it? Mm
0: -hmm. This is
2: so. It's so much. You Mm -hmm. know, and and it's it's crazy because I ran from this and what I mean by that is this is not my calling you know I'm like yeah 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 that happened but I ran from it I didn't Mm want to be the face of widowhood so Mm -hmm. I didn't want to you know be in this arena and every time I tried to run from it like it's a Keep coming back. And
1: so- <laughs> it always just keeps coming back. That means you're supposed to be there. And we only have oh. about 30 seconds until break sure. again, but it's, it's, I I feel the same way. Every time I try running from something from this area of my life, I keep getting drawn back into it. And so now I help coach people to, you know, overcome those obstacles in their life. So I'm really excited to be part of the board of directors for HopeForWidows.org. And we'll be right back after break. But uh, shout out to my website, JoeHausman.com. If you have any questions for the show, 1-888-346-9141. Or uh, email me, Joe, at JoeHausman.com. We'll be right back after break.
3: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power. The compassionate life is about just that. There are so many human beings who have made a name for themselves by being humanitarians. They have become individuals who are known for being selfless, kind and compassionate host dr Brittany king is also one of these humanitarians each week she shares stories of kindness that she has experienced throughout the world both as a contributor and recipient of these acts of love and kindness listen every tuesday at 6 p.m eastern time 3 p.m pacific on voice america empowerment
1: follow us on twitter
3: for more great ideas at voice america empowerment
0: Listening to "Go for It." To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to Joe at joehausman That's J O at joehausman Now back to "Go for It." Welcome back
1: to "Go for It," my show here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am your host, Joe Hausman. Great show today, and I'm so excited. Khadija, Ali, and I are talking about the website and the hope that we have, hopeforwidows.org, that she graciously asked me to be a board of director on. And even though we're talking right before break that that's not a position none of us want to be in as a widow, but as we talked, it just kind of keeps drawing us back in. And so it's our are willing to help other people and willing to help other people that are going through the same issues that we have went through. Because we all grieve in our own way. We all grieve in different ways. And none of our stories are the same. And we all have different ones. But by the sharing it and just explaining what we went through and what other people have went through can help other people going through the same issues. So... I know there's a lot of people on the on the line today listening who are widows or I know one who actually um, their spouse is sick right now. And so and for that, I'm so very sorry. But, you know, just know that there is hope out there and there is encouragement and we're there for you every step of the way. So Khadija Let's talk more about that organization because I'm really excited because we have our first meeting tonight, actually. So yeah. I'm really excited about HopeForWidows.org. And so when people go there, what are they going to find? Are they going to find like a support group? Are they going to find material to download? What are they going to find?
2: Oh, my goodness. Oh, when they go to that website, they're going to find uh, resources. They're going to find blogs. They're going to find books. They're going to find... We're working on a video series that's uh, soon to be released so that maybe you just can't read right now. You know, I know for me, and I used to love to read, like your brain chemistry changes. Mm-hmm. And so we're coming out with a video series so that you can watch videos and and just hear from another widow you know, and how she dealt with it. And sometimes she uses humor. And sometimes you may see her crying in the videos. And you, you'll you be able to relate because you're going through all of those emotions. You know, sometimes you may be laughing. Like, really? You know, I remember sometimes I would be like, really? Really, Ollie, You really left me here with five kids? You know, like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, is, this is crazy. But, um, you know, there's a plethora of resources. We have a Facebook group as well with over 2,000 members, and it is an amazing uh, community of women who are supporting you and whatever you may be going through that day. And Mm -hmm. you're going to find anyone from age 28 all the way to 65, 66 within this group, and you're going to find a variety of, um, I'll say, a variety of people. Right, so mm-hmm, you're going to have mm-hmm. people who are very religious, and then you're going to have people who aren't. So whatever you're, wherever you are on the spectrum, you will find someone within that group to relate to. And so we have links to show you how to get to the Facebook group. We also have a forum, and and um, you know sometimes people don't want to get on Facebook because they're scared that their family will see what they're talking about, and so we have forums where you can come on the forums uh, on the website. And talk about the things that you've experienced. And talk about complicated grief. That's something a lot of people don't know that happens with a lot of widows. It's complicated grief. We have widows whose husbands have committed suicide. And mm-hmm. so how do you deal with that? You know, mm-hmm. how do you talk about that? Because so that's a whole other animal. And mm-hmm. I'm getting educated on that as well. Now we have a, an amazing um, uh, widow. Her name is Michelle Miller. She sits on our advisory board. And so she's been educating us on, you know, what the walk is for a person, a a, a woman who's lost her husband to suicide. You know, mm-hmm. most of us may, you know, you talk about losing your husband to an illness. I lost my husband to colon cancer. That's a whole nother animal. So mm-hmm. we have different boards, uh, different um, subject matter. Um, some of us have lost husbands to sudden death. You know, my my uh, co-director lost her husband to a drowning. You know, so mm-hmm. that's something different. Mm-hmm. One day he just walked out of the door and never came back. Mm-hmm. You know, so how yeah, do you that's... deal with that? Mm-hmm. You
0: know, exactly.
2: Is, all of these different types of things within the widowhood that you know we have the—I don't want to say we have the answer for, but we have the platform that you can come in and you can openly and and honestly discuss. So we have the forums. We have a ton of books on the website. Joe, you're going to have to send us a link so we can add your book to the website as well so yes, when people definitely. come, they can click the link and if they, you know, they'll be able to order the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also working on some downloads for people that when they come there, they'll be able to download a checklist. These are the things you do. This is where mm-hmm. you go. Uh, so we are in the works for that. And I have some wonderful mm-hmm. people that um, I'm excited to introduce you to. So I can't wait for tonight and I can't wait to see what what we all come up with and um i'm excited i'm just excited. oh i am
1: excited too like i said even mm-hmm. as you talk about this now it's it it just really generates excitement within me because of the fact that as as we talked you know mm-hmm. it's something you try to run away from but it just keeps coming back because unfortunately a friend of mine from high school on friday uh, committed suicide unfortunately because he had a lot of uh, issues going on so now his wife is left as a widow and I have a friend from back in eighty 89 I believe she came home and found her husband he had killed himself you know so there's all different kinds of grief as you say you know but There's always, always a positive too. And I always like to put Mm -hmm. a positive on everything because Mm -hmm. in the midst of grief, there's always positive. You know, you will find what a bigger and better and brighter and bolder person you are because of this experience. You are going to find out that you are stronger than you ever thought possible. And you are going to shine into a new light that you never thought you were even capable of. Now, you can't see that when you're going through the grief, and you can't see that when you're in the depths of pain, but as you slowly get out of it, and as it slowly, you know, just making your way back up the top of the stairs, the the look at the top is beautiful. You just have to get yourself to the top. And that's what this website's all about, the hopeforwidows.org, is getting yourself to the top of that staircase and being able to look out over above everything again, like where you were before your loved one passed. So... I'm excited about it. I'm excited to share my expertise, if that's yeah. even a phrase in this scenario, it unfortunately. Is. But it's always good to have others to rely on. I know when my husband passed, I actually went to um, a grief support group. And it was mm-hmm. a small group, but none of us had the same story. One of us lost, you know, you like you said one of them was suicide one of them was sudden one of them was long time illness there's always different kinds of ones but it's just a matter of collaborating with other people but the thing you want to think about you don't want to stay in grief you don't want to stay there you want to take the steps necessary to keep working your way up so you don't stay in that grief you keep working your way up so you can build a bigger and better and bolder life and you will do it and it will happen. It just takes some time to get there.
2: Yes. Yeah. One of the things we always like to say is healing happens. That's mm-hmm. like our tag. So if you hashtag healing happens, you'll see a bunch of stuff come up about the welcome committee and a bunch of stuff come up about the um Hopeful Widows Foundation. But healing does happen. And and you may not see it right now because you're in the throes. And we we always like to say that Hope for Widows is that life jacket that you can hold on to when you're in that sea and it's mm-hmm. rough and it's rocky and you don't know what the heck is going on and your kids are acting good. Because your kid, that's something we, we didn't really get into was like, what happened with your kids? Right? Mm-hmm. Because my kids, some of my kids were teenagers. So they were going through their normal teenage stuff on top of losing their dad. hmm you know, and so yep. how do you deal with your children? Where do you take your children for those resources? Because I'll mm-hmm. tell you, it was so painful to talk to my kids about them losing their dad, right? Because as a mom, you're supposed to fix everything. Mm-hmm. Your kid is outside and they run in, they have a boo-boo, and oh, I got a boo-boo. And you go and you get a Band-Aid and you put it on there and you put the Neosporin and they go on about their business. How do you fix I lost my dad. I miss my daddy. And mm-hmm. my daughter is seventeen years old and still to this day she will say, I miss my daddy. I miss mm-hmm. him. How mm-hmm. do you fix that? You can't. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do you deal with those kinds of things? And
1: so um, Well just, Yeah, you, and you just yeah. really have to honor their memory. And for me, I was actually born on my dad's birthday. Oh. So early on, I made the conscious decision that I was going to celebrate for the both of us because we liked to celebrate in our birthdays together. And it was just a conscious decision I decided to make because I thought, you know, we could either be sad or we could be glad. And, it, you know, it didn't happen overnight. It took a couple yeah. of years. But I just decided that. You know, and I give a lot of credit to my mom for that because she made a new normal as soon as she could you know but it all takes time because my dad died instantly or suddenly too yeah. and so she was left with three children so it all is just a matter of time and patience and prayer and just moving on one step at a time but like I said I chose to you know be happy for the both of us and then of course now I You know, my brothers used to be like, oh, my gosh, here we go again. There comes her birthday. (laughs) (laughs) But I still do it to this day. I will still Mm -hmm. count down my birthday on Facebook because that's how I choose to do. You know, I choose to celebrate that. But the Mm -hmm. thing is, people need to realize that life does go on. And the children do hurt and they suffer. But if we remember the good times and remember, cherish the memories and talk, talk about your loved one talk about the memories, the fun memories. You know, what I used to do is if we'd sit down for supper, I'm like, talk about the fun times you remember. You know, let's talk about, you know, what was the best vacation we took? What was the best thing we did? Or what was the best thing he did for you? You know, and then I, I remember one time I did that with my son and he got a big smile on his face. And he said he taught me how to play football. And I said, exactly. I said, so that's why we have to remember the good times. And, you know, and... The sad times are there, don't get me wrong, we can't overlook them, but I'm, I'm a big believer of uh, just realizing the good times and let's focus on those. And even though there are bad times, but the bad times are what we learn from and the positive times are what we um, uh, can look back on with a happy face. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have about four minutes until close here, Khadija. I can't believe how fast Mm -hmm. it's going. I say that every week just because I just love my guests. And you have just been a wonderful delight. So, again, uh, do you have any last parting words for our listeners today? I
2: do. I have one thing I'd like to say, and uh, it's going to sound really weird. But expect miracles. Those are the parting words I want to leave you with.
1: Mm-hmm. I like it. Miracles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, you never know where your grief would take you in a positive way. I never thought I would meet Khadija. I never thought I'd be on a board of directors for HopeForWidows.org. But I am, and I'm very honored, and I'm very pleased that she asked me to do that. And I am. I cannot wait to start and be, um, get into action with it and really delve into it more. I mean, it's an honor for me. Khadija, that you asked me and that I was approved to be on the board. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, again, uh, their website is for the book. It's the committee.com And so you can find the book there or on Amazon or at hopeforwidows.org. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk a little bit uh, before we close. We only have about a couple of minutes until the close of the show. But um, as you know, I'm a coach. And if you're suffering from heartache or going through hard times or just kind of trying to figure out where you want to go in your life, a coach is, and I want to give the acronyms, coach is creating options and casting hope. So that's what a coach is. And that's what I want to give you today is creating options and casting hope. And so if you go to my website, JoeHosman.com, and I believe it's under the shop menu, you can sign up for a 15-minute free go-for-it discovery strategy session that I I can help you become um, what you desire to be in your life. Because we all deserve it We all deserve to have happiness And we all deserve to be blessed in this life And as Khadija talked today You know, the um, the website Hope for Widows Is a fantastic place to start If you are a widow or going through grief But also if you're just going through And you need some encouragement And need some empowerment in your life Remember to get a coach Because coaching is who can help you And who can get you out of the rut that you're in Hope for Widows um, With all their information that they have offer you know that's basically coaching that is wonderful information if you want to talk with somebody one-on-one with my with my business it's joehausman.com and then you go under the uh, shop thing and like i said you just go and sign up for the 15-minute go for it free a discovery strategy session so i'm always here to help you guys i'm always here to give light and hope, and I want to hear from you, and I want to hear what you're going through so we can get you to a bigger and better and bolder place, because I talk about that a lot. We always need to be bigger, better, and bolder, and so take lessons from the people who have been there before you and who can help you shine through as well. So, again, um, the website is johosman.com My email is joe at And always remember and never forget, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great today. And remember, today is National Compliment Day. And remember to go out and give a compliment, a loving compliment to somebody, even if it's a total stranger because you never know what you're going to do to help that person have a better life and a better day. And Khadija, I want to thank you for being a light in my day today and for giving all this information for this great website, hopeforwidows.org, and also about your book, The Unwelcome Committee. And if you guys ever do another one, I believe I might be interested in being in that anthology series. Oh, so
2: wonderful. Yeah, thank yeah. Thank you, Joe. You're an amazing person. You're an amazing host. It's been an honor and a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the opportunity.
1: Thank you so much. I look forward to speaking with you and the rest of the group tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed day. Remember, and I said it before, I'm going to say it again, go out and be great today and remember to give a loving compliment. All right, until next week, God bless. Have a great week.
0: For listening to "Go for It," be sure to come back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.